Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash entitled parents. And next, a word from our sponsors. Background. This happened about five years ago. My fiancé and I had been together seven years this month. We're hoping to get married this year, but might postpone due to the coronavirus. We were reminiscing with some old stories yesterday when this one came up, and she suggested I share it. At the time, she was my girlfriend, and I was fully aware that her mom was a few fries short of a Happy Meal. But this was the pinnacle of her behavior. Ellie and I were living together at the time. She just stayed over from time to time when she could. I took her home after she'd been staying with me a couple days and was heading to work. But shortly after, just before getting to work, I get a phone call from her, and I can tell she's in tears. Apparently, when she got inside, Entitled Mother immediately blew up on her about being gone for so long, even though it was only two days and she told them she was going to be gone, and kept in contact with her while she was gone. But Ellie just sort of brushed it off and went to her room. Entitled Mother's house was pretty much your stereotypical crazy cat lady house. The house was badly decaying, cats all over the place, going to the bathroom in random places and whatnot. And when Ellie got to her room, she realized that while she was gone, the cat used her pile of clean clothes as a litter box. But whatever, Ellie decided to just bag them up and she would wash them next time she came to my place. Her mom didn't have a functioning washer at the time. And apparently, that really set Entitled Mother off. Entitled Mother apparently thought Ellie was bagging her clothes because she was planning to go back to my place that night to stay another few days. So she stomped into her room, grabbed the bag, ripped it open, and flung the clothes all over the room, along with the cat poo and piss, while screaming at Ellie that she's not going anywhere. That's when Ellie ran outside and called me. She was so upset and didn't know what to do. Her mom had been doing crazy stuff to Ellie since I'd been with her, but up until then, I just helped her however I could while not getting involved and not saying a word to her mom. I told her to go ahead and get the things she needs and I'll take her to my place. She said she would love that. I told my work I was going to be late due to an emergency and turned around to go pick her up. When I pulled back up to the house, Ellie was in the driveway crying. I went and hugged her, told her it was going to be okay, and that she could stay with me as long as she wanted. So she went back inside to get her things. As I was standing outside waiting, I heard the door open again and went to help Ellie with her things. Uh Uh-oh, it's her mom. Entitled Mother comes stomping out with her hair crazy and frizzled in an old nightgown. She beelines for me and gets right in my face. She says, with an extremely thick, high-pitched southern accent, My daughter said I need to come out here and ask what you think of me. I knew this was a blatant lie, as Ellie would never instigate this. You got something to say, huh? You think I'm trash, don't you? Huh? That's what you think, isn't it? Again, up until now, I'd completely kept my mouth shut and was trying to maintain that. But this woman was up in my face, freaking out, and was tormenting the woman I love, so I finally looked at her and broke my silence. Why do you treat her like this? (gasps) What do you mean? That's my daughter, and I worship the ground she walks on. Oh, really? So calling her a slut, grunt, and whore is worship? Yes, I've heard her say this with my own ears. (gasps) I would never say anything like that. B.S. I've heard you say it. You get your effing butt off my property. Okay, I almost never find myself in situations like this, so I'm not used to it. I say that because after she said this, I pretty much saw red. I'm not proud of it, but I just started shouting every curse word in the book I could possibly think of at the top of my lungs while she went back in the house. 
But thankfully, that only lasted a few seconds, and I immediately calmed down. So finally, Ellie comes back out with her stuff, and we put it in the car, and I assume it's over. But Ellie turns to me and says, I'm sorry, but we can't leave yet. Why not? (sighs) My mom called the cops. I sort of had a feeling that would happen. No big deal. So we just sat and waited for the cop to arrive. After about 10 minutes or so, a cop car pulls up. Right when he does, Entitled Mother comes out of the house and oh my god. Yes, she was doing exactly what you'd think. She instantly puts on the fragile, brittle old lady act. Hunched over, walking slowly, the whole gig. And of course, when the police officer asked her what happened, she has to pitch her entire medical chart to the guy. Ellie will tell you, this woman's been terminally ill for 12 years, lol. So, when she finally gets done trying to milk this poor guy for sympathy, she tells her version of what happened. Sir, he came onto my property and verbally attacked me. He's awful to me, sir, and I've never ever done anything to him. He's turned my daughter against me and is trying to convince her to leave. At first, he seems somewhat sympathetic to her until he turns to Ellie. Ma'am, this is your boyfriend? Yes, sir. Okay, and how old are you? Sir, I'm 23. (laughs) This was my favorite part because the officer looked up from his notepad with a look of, wait, what? Obviously, he was thinking Ellie was a minor or something based off of how Entitled Mother was acting, but quickly realized just what he was dealing with. Eventually, he turns to me. Okay, sir, please give me your version of what happened. I did so. Funny side note, at one point, the police officer looks up to me and says, You look really familiar. Do I know you? It actually turned out that the police officer and I had gone to high school together. Once we recognized each other, we laughed and shook hands very briefly. This was hilarious because out of the corner of my eye, I see Entitled Mother has a big scowl on her face as she sees me getting friendly with the police officer. But anyway, the police officer puts his notepad away and turns to me. Just FYI, he says the following with this heavy tone of, I know that you're fully aware of this and don't believe you're in the wrong at all, but I have to say this as a formality. Well, OP, she doesn't want you on the property, so be aware that if you come back here, you technically can be charged with trespassing. Do you understand this as I've explained it? Absolutely, sir. But, sir, I want to press charges. He didn't do anything illegal, ma'am. But he verbally assaulted me. I understand that, and while that was ill-advised, it's not something I could arrest him for. He agrees he'll not come back on your property without your direct permission. Ugh, okay, fine, whatever. Ellie, come back inside. What? No. You heard the police officer. OP is leaving, and you're staying here. Whoa, ma'am. I didn't say that at all. But, but... Your daughter is not a child, ma'am. She's a full-grown adult. She has every right to go wherever she wants. I'm her mother. She lives under my roof. I told her she needs to stay here, so she needs to stay. No, ma'am. That's not how it works. If she wants to stay with her boyfriend, there's absolutely nothing you can do to stop her. The entitled mother starts the fake crocodile tears and stomps in the house in defeat. Ellie and I thank the officer, got in the car and left. We've been living together ever since. And the happy ending. Believe it or not, entitled mother isn't really much of an entitled mother anymore. Over the years since that day, Entitled Mother has actually decided to make an effort to try and improve herself. I guess she realized that if she didn't make changes, she would lose her relationship with Ellie. 
So Entitled Mother started taking advantage of her medical coverage and went to see her psychiatrist and got medicine for mental illness she actually had, as opposed to the one she would make up. Since then, well, she's actually gotten way better. She takes her medicine regularly and has a boyfriend that is an extremely kind man and treats Ellie as though she were his own daughter. So basically, Entitled Mother isn't really an Entitled Mother anymore. We actually get along very well and we see them frequently and we help each other out whenever we can. We actually look back on the early years when she was in fact an Entitled Mother and laugh. So not only is everyone getting along well, we can actually share the cringe stories and happily laugh about them. If you guys would like to hear some more, let me know. Wow, I'm really glad for the happy ending, but it makes me wonder, how many of the people in r slash entitled parents stories have a mental illness, and how many of them are just entitled? And next, a word from our sponsors. Our next Reddit post is from WB Prepper. My significant other is the caretaker for a small private cemetery in the city. We live in a small house at the front of the six acres. Some of the neighbors occasionally walk their dogs there or bring their kids to learn to ride a bike. It's not a big deal, and we rarely throw people out, unless they're doing or selling drugs, nodding off or exposing themselves, or they come in during the night. There are usually fewer than 10 people at a time. The sign says, Cemetery Hours, 8am to Sunset. After dinner yesterday, I looked out the front door when I saw a man park on the grass, get out of the car, and run across the lawn towards the back. Curious, I moved to the kitchen window where I saw a group of several dozen people, kids and adults, clustered together. Thinking someone had gotten hurt, I opened the back door to see what was going on. I could hear them singing happy birthday. It seems they decided to have their kid's birthday party in the cemetery in the hope nobody would call it in. They stayed for about an hour. So, let me get this straight. These entitled parents decided to have a birthday party during the quarantine lockdown on someone else's property? Our next Reddit post is from Not Another Feminazi. I'm a pre-K teacher, and one of our kids is having a birthday party on Monday. As I'm about to go to my lunch break, I hear my boss calling, parents on line one. Well, whatever. That's entitled mother. She wants to know why we didn't feed her child. Why are we excluding him? I say, I'm sorry, but Kevin ate all his lunch with no issues. No, the birthday party. Why are you not letting him have anything? I'm sorry, entitled mother, but I won't let you yell at me. If you're ready to talk, I'd like you to rephrase that, or you can call another time. Entitled mother calmed down and started her poor wronged lady act. Kevin came home crying yesterday because you guys said he isn't allowed to eat anything. He has to bring food from home and feels excluded because all of his friends will be eating cake, but he isn't allowed. Well, the party will be on Monday. We told him to let you know so you can pack in some gluten-free snacks, since I don't know what the other parents will bring for the birthday party. Unfortunately, I don't know what's safe for Kevin to eat, so it would be better and safer for everyone if you could just pack gluten-free cupcakes and we'll take care of the rest. But Kevin won't be having cake with his friends. If you send us cake, we'll be sure he does. Silence. Will that be all? Can you ask the other parent to bring gluten-free snacks? No, that's up to the other parents. Why are you guys bullying us? That's not fair. You're excluding my baby because of a disability. My lawyer will be involved. I sigh and hang up the call and let my boss know what happened. Right now, I'm just dreading the end of my lunch break and having to handle the hot truckload of garbage coming my way. Our next Reddit post is from Surviving Spartan. 
So for some background information, I work in a retail chain and live in the UK where it's a law that if the person in question looks under 25, then you have to ask for ID for items such as lighters and knives. It's also a law that if the person in question can't provide the ID, then you have an obligation to decline the sale. Even if they're with someone who can produce ID and vouch for them, you still have to decline the sale because the person wishing to buy the item cannot produce identification. I hope that makes sense. So to the story. On this particular day, I was standing at my tail waiting for customers. Enter Entitled Mother and her daughter. Entitled Mother put all her shopping onto the till and I began scanning. She was pleasant enough and her transaction went by smoothly. Having paid for her items, the daughter proceeded to put her items onto the till. She had a dog toy and spray paint. Now, in the UK, you have to be 18 to purchase spray paint. So I scanned through the spray paint and the computer screen turned red. It informed me that I needed to make sure the person in question was of age to purchase this. The daughter looked young. I reckon she was 18, but because she looked under 25, I still had to ask her for proof of age. Also, the CCTV is watched over when it comes to items being purchased with age restrictions. Someone is paid to watch over these sales to make sure that I'm following procedure and I'm not letting anyone underage purchase such items. If I'm found to have sold such items, I could be fired or face criminal prosecution. With this in mind, I said the following. Sorry, ma'am, this item is age-restricted. Do you have any proof of age on you? The daughter looked a bit startled, but looks through her purse and doesn't find anything. I don't have ID on me. I must have left it at home. I'm 18, though. Sorry, ma'am, I can't authorize a sale without ID. If you bring ID with you next time, I'd be more than happy to authorize a sale. The daughter shrugged inside. Oh, well, I'll come back another time. I'll just take the dog toy then. I was about to scan the dog toy through when an entitled mother enters the conversation. You seriously need to ID for spray paint? Yeah, it's the law. You have to be 18. But my daughter is 18. She may be 18, but I still have to ask her for ID because she looks under 25. But she's turning 19 in a week. Again, ma'am, that may be the case, but without ID, I can't authorize the sale. That's ridiculous. Sorry, ma'am. It's the law. Stop, mom. It's okay. I can come back tomorrow. We are not coming back tomorrow. At this point, suddenly the entitled mother comes up with a genius solution to buy the spray paint and bypass the law. I'll buy the paint for I'm over 25. That means I'm lawfully allowed to buy it. Unfortunately, you can't because I know you'll be buying it for her. And if I authorize that, it's still illegal. This is BS. I want to buy spray paint. Sorry, ma'am. I can't authorize you buying the paint because I know you're buying it for your daughter. You don't know that I'm buying it for my daughter. <laughs> yes, ma'am, I do, because you literally said five seconds ago you would buy it for her. So now you're lying to a customer? The daughter tries to drag Entitled Mother away. Mom, leave it. Ma'am, I'm not lying to you. I'm telling you what you said and what the rules are. Well, I'm going to go to the other cashier and buy it there. That's fine, ma'am. You can try that, but they'll give you the same answer I'm giving you because I have to notify them of any customer trying to slip by the rules. The entitled mother, red in the face, managed to slip past her daughter and get right up to my face, press her finger into my chest, and scream. Get me your supervisor now! I'm going to report you for lying! As she finished screaming, I wiped her spit off my face, calmly pointed to my name badge, and smiled in my best retail voice and said, Hi, I'm the supervisor of this establishment. I hear you wish to make a complaint about one of our staff. How may I help you? 
Her face went from red to purple in a second. I genuinely thought she was about to hit me when her daughter stepped in. How much is it? For the dog toy alone, that'll be 399 pounds. The daughter paid me 5 pounds and told me to keep the change. I smiled and in my retail voice said, Thank you for shopping with us today. We hope to see you again soon. Have a great day. F you. And with that, she was forcibly let out by her daughter. The next day, guess who comes in? The daughter, alone, with her ID. For all you young shoppers out there, two things. First, please bring your ID with you. It's easier for everyone. Second, if you have an aggressive parent, please refrain from bringing them with you. That was r slash Entitled Parents, and the best way that podcasts grow is through word of mouth. So if you have a friend or family member who you think would enjoy my podcast, then please let them know because it would really help my podcast grow.